Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you're all doing really well. For this week's episode, we're going to keep it a bit more lighthearted and talk about books and reading and why books are important and why it's important to read. I have a few notes here on my laptop. I've got some research that I did on the benefits of reading and I also have a couple like book recommendations, things like that. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get started on our conversation about reading, I have a couple of things that I want to mention first. I do have an episode coming up that is on racism. Um, I've just been having a bit of trouble kind of putting it together because I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Obviously things like this, topics like racism, are super big and there's a lot that goes into it and there's subtopics within them and I just don't know how I want to get started and where I want to go with my my first episode on racism because it won't be the first time that we talk about stuff like this on the podcast and there's definitely going to be like different parts so I'm kind of still deciding like what I want to start off with. I'm thinking of doing um, something on the rise of anti-Asian hate over the last couple of years especially with um, the pandemic playing a big influence on that. I'm also considering doing one related to just like a lack of representation of people of color and people of different races within different industries like the entertainment industry, um, within science since I'm obviously somebody who's into science. So I don't know what topic I want to start with first in terms of racism but that episode is coming up very soon and I'm excited for it but I'm also kind of overwhelmed with how much I could get into. Um, and I think that's pretty much all I wanted to say in terms of that. So I do have some weekly highs and weekly lows for the last two weeks. Um, my weekly high is that last Saturday we went to go see these ice sculptures that were made by various different artists around the GTA um, and it was like a drive-through sort of thing it was like it was outdoors and you had the option of either like walking through like the area um, it was like this big like forestry forest kind of place and you had the option of either walking or you could do like a drive-through and my family and I we all went at night and we drove through just because it was really cold um, and because it was at nighttime too they also had like a lot of lights on and it was just really cool to see because um, obviously like I have an appreciation for art and I think making sculptures out of ice like I honestly don't even know how you do that but they had some really cool ones they had ones uh, that like had like related to like winter kind of theme they had ones that were related to the Olympics, which just ended today. Um, I saw one of like this big thing of like maple syrup, <laughs> very Canadian. Um, so yeah, it was really cool to see. I got some really good pictures and it was just fun. A uh, fun way to spend time with my family and just something cool to see. My other high for this week is that I feel a lot more comfortable doing sketches and just like doodling. I have mentioned this before, but I am a bullet journaler 
and um i don't do anything crazy with bullet journaling like you might see on pinterest or like on youtube i don't do anything crazy with my spreads but i do like to doodle here like every now and then and I've, I've honestly never really been good at art or anything like that especially drawing but um i've been getting better so yeah i i feel like i feel more confident in my drawing but then again like i don't just like freehand anything i kind of look look up like step-by-step step kind of step-by-step step videos on youtube if i want to draw something um and that kind of helps a lot and it's definitely not like again to like the level that you see on pinterest or like when people bullet journal you see all these really artsy looking spreads that people make i'm nowhere near that but i don't know i've just been i feel like i'm, I'm getting better at drawing very simple things and i've been enjoying it a lot so my weekly low for this week actually was last Sunday. Um, I just felt really overwhelmed with how much that was going on in my life and how much I needed to get done. Um, it just hit me that like I have so much going on right now and I mentioned this a couple times already with like applications and just getting my life together and I just kind of realized like it is so tiring to like work on your goals and like go after like what you want to accomplish in life and it just it feels like such a long process and you guys know that like my ultimate goal is to be a veterinarian and i feel like i've been chasing that goal for so long like i've been chasing it since i was like 16 years old and i'm gonna be turning 23 in like two months and it's just it's just taking so long and it's such a long process and kind of had just like bit of a bad day last sunday but we're feeling okay today um so yeah that's basically what my weekly highs and weekly lows were so as i said we're going to be talking about reading today about books um first thing that i have is um basically just like a synopsis of like how i got into reading and like why i enjoy it and things like that um so how i got into reading so my mom really pushed both me and my brother to read and develop an interest in just like storytelling and books and just like being very creative and imaginative. We grew up having a lot of stories being told to us, um, whether they were like classic fairy tales, a lot of Indian stories, Indian fairy tales that had really good morals and life messages um, within them. I remember as a kid, we used to have this really big bookshelf down in our basement and honestly we probably had more books than we had like other toys or anything like that we had like hundreds upon hundreds of books and like that was the one thing like that me and my brother always wanted for like birthday presents and stuff was like we just wanted more books my grandpa also used to read a lot to us and encouraged me to read especially um, and like I said, my favorite gift to receive, even to this day, is like getting a book for Christmas or getting like a gift card to the bookstore or whatever and just being able to splurge on whatever I wanted because it's, it's honestly just like my favorite thing. Um, we still do have like a pretty big bookshelf in our basement. In fact, I'm looking at it right now, though it has um, downsized a little. We have gotten rid of some of the books that we had when we were kids. Um, I think we've donated them. Um, my mom works at a school, so we donate a lot of books to different schools. You can obviously donate them to like libraries and stuff like that. So yeah, 
Um, I have a bookshelf in my room as well, but it's really tiny, but I need to get a bigger one because I'm at the point where like if I buy any more books, I'm not gonna have any room for them on my shelf. So yeah. Um, in high school, I used to take the school bus to get to school and most of the time I would be reading on my way to school or on my way back from school and either it was I was either reading a book on the school bus or I was listening to music and I know like for some people reading on like moving vehicles is is challenging because of like motion sickness and stuff and honestly I did it so much to the point where I got over my motion sickness and I don't know I would just like read for like the 40 minute bus drive that I had from my house to get to school in the morning and I loved it. I was kind of known as like the friend in my friend group that always had a book in her bag and like people would be like oh like count on Priya to have her head in a book or something like that because I was just always reading and like I always loved going to the library at school to pick up books and a couple of my friends also were pretty avid readers themselves and I loved talking about books with them and like just getting book recommendations from them and it was just it was just fun you know great pastime so there's a couple different reasons why i love reading so much i think it's super enjoyable to dive into a new kind of world and escape from your own reality as super cheesy as that sounds i used to read a lot of like young adult fantasy books um with like characters having like magical powers and stuff like that and I know that like this is like the stereotypical kind of like fantasy teen novel where like there's like this world that they create with like fairies and stuff like that and like witches and all these crazy characters um but honestly like I love it I know people like will judge you for reading books like that these days but they're like a guilty pleasure of mine and they never get old I love them I think reading is also a really good way to build up your own creativity and be more imaginative. I often like to draw my own ideas from books um, and just it just helps you like kind of see things in a different perspective I think and just like I said it's an escape from reality and you don't know how many times like I've been asked in school to like do something creative for like a school project whether it's an English class or something else and like I will draw from like ideas that I get through reading and come up with my own crazy ideas and it's just fun you know it makes doing those things like school projects and stuff more fun when you have a very vivid imagination which I think reading has definitely given me the other reason why I really like to read is because the characters in the books that I read often depict kind of relatable personality traits um and like for example like reading about characters that have a very like shy or introverted personality and like you can kind of in the book sometimes you can kind of see that within the character as you're reading about them and like getting to know the character but you can kind of see like different parts of their personality come out and then you can kind of see how they relate to everyday people as well like or even just like any experiences that the that those characters face throughout the story might be relatable to you as well um i think learning about different characters and their lives and their experiences um can be very useful in terms of making you feel like this is not something like an issue that that you're facing alone and that 
it kind of just brings awareness to different kinds of experiences that people encounter in real life for example like characters that have mental health illnesses or have been bullied characters that are from minority groups and like their whole story kind of revolves around that experience or that thing that makes them that character and even if it's not necessarily like if it's like about a person that has mental illness for example even if the story isn't centered around that i think it's really good to have that kind of representation in characters and books because i think again it helps with the awareness of these issues in real life a lot of books that i have read so far include ones that are about coming of age hardships of growing up and just being a young adult even though a lot of these books are fictional and are set in places that have like magical powers or wizardry or like you know just like these fantasy worlds that the author of these books create they still somehow show that they are just like regular people um and that they do experience things that like normal human beings would experience in real life and i guess like even just taking like a classic like harry potter draco and ron and like honestly all the characters and even like the storyline with lord voldemort you can see how like that entire storyline about like Lord Voldemort wanting like all that power and stuff like that it's a it's kind of like a real issue with like people who are very self-centered and people who are abusing powers whether it's political power things like that even though obviously we don't live in you know the wizarding world of Harry Potter a lot of the things that are mentioned in the book and like things like friendship obviously between the three main characters and things like that some of the struggles that Harry faces about not having a family and all that type of stuff like those are all real issues that people face and so I think sometimes we underestimate just like just how useful reading these fictional books can be. I remember being in high school and I had this one English teacher that would just like put down any like non like literature book I guess and like I remember her saying like oh we're gonna read like actual books that have like actual meaning to them and she basically was like we're not gonna waste our time reading like those useless books like harry potter and stuff and i remember like our entire class was like um harry potter might not be like a piece of literature that you're expected to read at school but harry potter does teach you a lot and has a lot of important life lessons and like it teaches you a lot of things and there's a lot of things that you can draw from it that do relate to real life even though it is um a magical kind of world so i think people often underestimate like fiction books and stuff like that in terms of what they can do and what they can teach especially like young readers like obviously harry potter is kind of directed towards like younger people i guess but obviously people who are older still love it but i don't know i think that growing up like i've always been told like literature isn't the same thing as reading like a storybook which obviously it's not but at the same time i think people underestimate the power that a book like harry potter or something actually holds the other reason why i really like to read is just it's a good pastime and it's a good hobby um obviously it's better for you than scrolling on your phone i personally really like to read um either before I go to bed or sometimes in the mornings. In the summer, I would read in the mornings. Like, there was nothing more that I loved than, like, 
waking up a bit early in the mornings and like in the summer obviously the sun rises up um, pretty early in the morning and like I would love to go like sit outside in my backyard when it's warm enough and the sun's out and I would take my breakfast out or whatever take my book out with me and as I'm eating breakfast outside in my backyard I would be reading I just think there's there's something about reading like especially like when you first wake up that's just really refreshing that's a good way to start off your day versus like when you wake up and like go scroll on tiktok or whatever it's just reading is so much better for you than that um i also really like to have in-depth discussions with people who have read the same books that i've read or just use reading as a way to connect with other people and that have the same interests as you i think reading is sometimes associated with being a nerd or being like a geek and i think especially like in media sometimes people who read are kind of portrayed as this stereotypical like nerdy person that wears these huge glasses and has like no friends and spends their entire lunch break at school by themselves with their head in a book and it's kind of they're kind of depicted as this like this anti-social person because they would rather read than like talk to people on their lunch break or whatever and i think that's such a really bad misconception and it's a bad way to kind of stereotype people that enjoy reading and that enjoy this pastime because reading books and having a love for books and having that passion is actually a really good way to connect with people and make new friends um i've been part of like book clubs and stuff um i actually was a facilitator for a book club in fourth year of my undergrad and it was virtual obviously because of the pandemic but the books that we read in like i've been part of book club for a number of years now and i think the books that they assign us to read a lot of them are fiction but a lot of them are based off of like again like real things that people experience um the last book i read um in fourth year really hit home for me because it was about like um <clears throat> it was about like racism and things like that in um it was about like this war that was going on in Sri Lanka and I don't think I've told you this but my dad was actually born and raised in Sri Lanka um so it was it was just a book that really hit home we'll probably talk about it more in another episode but there are just really good books that discuss like real life issues um and they do a really good job with representation in terms of re- representation of people from different minority groups and like building up that awareness for real life problems that we exist that exist in our daily lives so being able to kind of have discussions with that about that with people while also still just enjoying reading books just for the sake of it and just for the sake of you know having it be a hobby and something that you enjoy you kind of get the best of both worlds with reading because it's a way to have fun it's a way for you to connect with people but you're also kind of like in a way i guess educating yourself and building awareness with some of the issues that are touched upon in different types of books so i think that's why i like it so much is because there's so many benefits to it and that actually leads me to my next point is the benefits of reading and i actually did a bit of research for um for this so some things that i found online were that reading can help improve concentration and the ability to focus it increases your general knowledge about daily issues and real-world problems. Reading is also a great exercise for the brain as it improves memory, critical thinking skills, 
improves cognition and prevents age-related cognitive decline. Studies have also found that reading can be a stress reliever as it lowers blood pressure, lowers your heart rate, and calms you down, especially before going to bed. Reading can also be very motivational and inspiring. It can improve literacy and vocabulary, can help you become a better writer yourself, and can help improve your ability to communicate. Reading also teaches empathy. And I actually found this quote on the website of the Markham Library. Um, so I'm going to read it out to you, and it says, Reading teaches us to relate to others by often putting us in the shoes of the narrator. This simple technique is called empathy. Empathy is defined as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Reading builds on empathy by constantly presenting us with thoughts and scenarios outside of our perspective. And so I think this just goes to summarize what I was talking about earlier about reading books kind of gives you the perspective of people that you might not relate to. So for example, for me, reading about characters that are part of, you know, part of the black community or characters that, um, that there's literally a book that I was reading the other day and it's about this man that was basically a Holocaust survivor and just being able to read a book coming from a character from that kind of perspective, it just helps you become more aware and helps you learn. Um, so I think that kind of is one of the main benefits and the main reason like I think reading is important in that it, it helps educate you about the different issues that you face and helps you become more aware about things like mental health and like LGBTQ plus rights, power, kind of power abuse and stuff like that, racism, all those really big things that we've already been talking about and those things that we're going to be talking about later on with this podcast. So the reasons why I think reading is important is that it's fun, but most books have some sort of message behind them. So again, even though it's meant to be a pastime, and even though it's meant to kind of just be something that you enjoy and do during your free time as a hobby, it teaches you so much. And a lot of books have like some type of really hard hitting message or moral that they, the author kind of tries to hit home. And I mean, obviously, like if you've taken English class or whatever in school, then a lot of the times we'll discuss this and talk about like the meaning behind different things or like the symbolism behind different things in a book um we'll talk about like character development and stuff like that and once you're done the book then you try to kind of understand okay what was the point of writing what was the point that the author was trying to get across or like what was the main message or what were they trying to show us through writing this book and understanding why they kind of wrote it in the way they did and why they chose certain characters to be a certain way why they chose certain events stuff like that so i think that's why it makes it important because it teaches you a lot of really important life lessons a lot of dystopian novels too which dystopian is probably one of my favorite kind of genres i guess um dystopian novels usually relate to a lot of political issues um a lot of dystopian novels represent abuse of power they showcase like privilege and things like that um, I've read so many books where like the main character is like a part of the working class or is either very very poor and there is this other group of people that lives among them that kind of rules over um, like the place that they're in and basically the main character kind of realizes that the governing body is basically like abusing their power and taking advantage of the citizens 
And the whole story is basically about this main character overthrowing, um, like, the governing body or whatever. Like, for example, like, classic books like this are, like, The Hunger Games or um, I think even Divergent would probably fall under that. Um, so, yeah, really kind of hard-hitting books that, even though it's not necessarily, like, obviously, we don't live in The Hunger Games and we're not part of, we don't live in a society where we have things like factions and stuff like that from divergent but obviously like with politics and like the way things are right now especially with the pandemic like being able to understand like and realize that people abuse their power and people take advantage of the working class and people take advantage of their citizens and people are power hungry and just want to have people use like their privileges and their rights and their power in the wrong way to control people and do things that they shouldn't be doing and i think a lot of these books kind of represent that a lot of books also really touch on important issues that we have in our real-world society. So currently I'm reading a book called The Immortalists and um, part of it's kind of broken up into different sections because it follows like these four siblings and each kind of section in the book is based on like that particular each of the siblings. So the first sibling that um, I was reading about has um, it's basically centered in like I think the 1960s, 1970s, I can't remember. Um, but one of the characters in the book is um, homosexual. And this is like it, being in like the 1970s and stuff like that. Um, homosexuality wasn't, it was basically like just starting to become a thing. And like a lot of the events that have happened so far in the book talk about like um, people who are homosexual basically like being arrested and stuff like that for no reason and then this particular character like he actually contracts HIV and at this point they don't really like it's not called HIV at this point because they don't know what it is and like in the book they call it like the gay cancer because it's affecting like all the homosexual people in the town and so it's just really interesting like the perspective of seeing like what homosexuality was kind of seen as before current time and what it was like then to be someone part of that community and obviously HIV being such a serious issue these days and like people basically being afraid of homosexuals and homosexuality and homosexuality because of like HIV or the gay cancer as they call it in the book um I feel like a lot of books, either the main plot of the story has to do with an issue, like a storyline that follows a character during war or like a female character. Um, one of the books that I really want to read this year is called The Henna Artist. And I think it's about like this girl who she's really young and she's like forced to get married. And then she realizes that there's like, she realizes like that people are like taking advantage of her and like she's kind of standing up for herself as a woman but like obviously women's rights aren't really a thing um at the time that this book is taking place in so i think like even fiction books like oftentimes follow characters that experience real world issues even if it's not like a real story it's based off of real things that have happened and real things that continue to happen um i would love to read more books that follow um people of color um I have a bunch of books on like my Goodreads um, that follow characters that are part of like the East Asian community, part of the Black community. Um, I love learning about like culture through fiction books. 
Um, there's actually one book I'll talk to you a little bit later on um, at the end of the episode where I give you book recommendations and it does a really good job of outlining um, like Hinduism as well as like Indian mythology and stuff like that. So I, I'd love to read books that even if it's a fiction book but like learning about characters that are part of different ethnic groups and learning about their culture and stuff like that. So I think that's like one of my my reading goals for this year is not just to read a certain number of books but to read like a certain like type of books that follow certain types of characters and especially like with racism being such a close issue to my heart I really want to read up on books that follow like um, characters that are part of the black community, um, characters that are part of the Asian community. I really want to find books um, that talk about like the Holocaust and stuff like that because I feel like I just don't know enough about what happened. Like obviously like we learned about the Holocaust in like history class and stuff but I just feel like I don't know anything. Like it's not that I don't know anything. I know like the very basics of it but I just want to know more. Let's just put it that way. Um, so I found this other quote online that explains one of the benefits of reading, especially reading among young adults. And so I'll read it out to you. It basically says, another value of young adult literature is its capacity for fostering understanding, fostering and understanding empathy and compassion by offering vividly realized portraits of the lives exterior and interior of individuals who are unlike the reader so again this is basically what i meant and i think the last sentence here is to understand like the lives of people that are different from us so like a lot of people choose to read books in order to like help them become more aware of people that are different than them so like for me example like i just said i want to read more books that follow like characters that are of Jewish, um, that follow the Jewish religion and like characters that kind of set in a time time zone where the Holocaust was a thing. And so being able, even though I can't relate to things like that, even though like I'm not like the type of person that's affected by the Holocaust or anything, I want to learn about stuff like that. And I think being, reading about characters that are different from you and characters that either have a different sexuality than you or have a different race, different kind of experience than you do. I think that's a really good way to educate yourself. And I think it's a really good way to learn and just be aware of some of these issues that are going on. And I think overall, it's just, it's a good way to just spend your free time. It's a great leisurely activity, but it also has so many benefits. And it's just a way to help you become aware of some of the the issues and real world problems that people have faced in the past and people continue to face. I think that it's different when you read about characters experience something like racism versus hearing about things like racism on the news. I feel like as you get to know the characters you begin to really see it in their perspective versus like when you're hearing about something on the news you're hearing it from the perspective of like the reporter or like the journalist who's kind of delivering the news. So being able to hear, like, for example, like if for racism, for example, if you're reading about um, someone who's experiencing racism and like the character themselves is like, let's say an African-American or whatever, and it's the book is in the perspective of like that character, 
being able to see like the experiences and being able to witness it from the perspective of an actual african-american is so much different than you hearing about the racism that people face on the news and like reading it and like hearing about it on like cbc or like bbc news or whatever when it's just like a synopsis of what happened and you're hearing it from the perspective of a journalist you're not hearing it from the perspective of the people that were actually affected I don't, I'm not sure if that made sense, but I hope you know what I mean. Um, I think it also helps you think kind of more critically and it helps you kind of sympathize with people. I think you're more likely to sympathize with someone you know versus hearing about someone that you don't know. So again, like reading about characters, you're getting to know them, even though they're not real people, you start to kind of sympathize with some of the things that they experience versus you hearing about it um, on the news, you, you hear about these random people that are targets of all these horrible things like racism and homophobia and stuff like that. And I think it's just harder to sympathize when you're hearing about it on the news versus when like you're reading a book and you're getting to know a character that's part of a minority group. You start to sympathize with them even though they're not necessarily a real person. But because you're getting it, you're getting all the information and you're witnessing everything from their perspective and their lens, it's just different and i think it's more effective sometimes as a way to like get you to understand and help you learn and realize why it's so important and why it's wrong i guess whatever you're reading about i think what i'm trying to say is that it's just reading is a better way for you to put yourself in the shoes of other people versus you hearing about you know incidents on the news that are being told to you by people who write up like scripts and stuff and then present it on news channels through like a journalist or whatever and it's not coming it's not coming from the people that were actually affected you know um so now i'm going to get into some of the genres that i like i think my guilty pleasure genre will always be teen fiction um back in high school and stuff i only ever used to read like about fantasy um like again like worlds with like magical powers and fairies and witches and all that fun stuff classic harry potter kind of stuff um harry potter was probably like the very first series i guess that i really got into um but i also really like the mortal instruments by cassandra clare um i actually started reading that in grade nine and i finished it in like i think grade 11 grade 12 i don't know but it's been a while since i actually read that series it's a long series um the book that i was telling you about that follows like um, the Hindu religion as well as Indian mythology is called The Tiger's Curse um, and it's by Colleen Hawk. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right but I really love this series because obviously being Indian myself I love reading about like like learning about my own culture basically learning about my own religion learning about like my own roots and stuff like that a lot of the characters are Indian and like they're in a lot of the book is set in India and they do talk a lot about some of the Hindu gods and stuff like that um, I'm not religious, but it's just interesting to learn. Um, and the author, I don't think, is Indian either. So, like, it was clear to me that this person that wrote the book did a lot of research um, on, like, Indian mythology and, like, stuff like that. So, it was really interesting. It's probably one of my favorite series. So, if you're interested, Tiger's Curse is a really, really interesting series. Um, a lot of books that do kind of have that fantasy kind of setting towards them are geared towards teenagers I think and I think because of such a young audience being their target a lot of them have a lot of really good character development and I've always been fascinated by 
like the world like the fantasy world that they create i am such a nerd when it comes to like magical powers and stuff like reading about fairies and witches and werewolves and stuff like that like i just think it's so cool like imagine like living in a world where like you have fairies and you have witches and i don't know maybe that's just me and i think knowing like all the terminology too like when you're reading um, a certain book and like a certain series especially like if it's a fantasy series they always have like really cool terminology like for example harry potter like muggle or something like that or hogwarts or quidditch like those are only things that you would like those terms are only known to people that follow harry potter so like i don't know it's just super cool and like i geek out about stuff like this um another genre i really like is dystopian which i think dystopian novels tend to be like a mix of both fantasy and like while also explaining like corruption in society and stuff like that um a good example is red queen by victoria aveyard um i actually haven't finished this series um i only have the first book because my friend got it for me for my birthday like for my 19th birthday so it's been a while i probably have to reread the first one now before i go on to read the rest of the books but it's a really good it was a really good first book and like they do have like that element of fantasy in it but then it's also like very like there's a lot of corruption in terms of like the society and stuff like that that they live in um i also really like amanda hawking's frost fire this is like oh my god i want to say this about every series but this is also one of my favorite books because the main character is literally me like she's so funny and she's so like she's very headstrong let's just say that and she's very like almost stubborn and like she stands her ground a lot but then it also has like this own like they have like their own little world like a little fantasy world that's like separate from like the human world but then like the whole series is kind of centered around like they have like kings and queens and stuff and it's centered on like the corruption and like the power abuse that the queens and the kings like the royal family kind of has and like the main character is kind of just like one of the commoners i guess so it's a really good book i've also been getting more into self-help um <laughs> i know like people like will judge you if you like read self-help books but honestly like self-help books i haven't read a whole lot of them and i don't even know if i like the term self-help it's just they're good to read especially like if you are like trying to make improvements in your own life i guess or if you're trying to you know just be a better person and just understand life a little more self-help books they're kind of just like self-help podcasts you know except in like a physical kind of paper form um so i like self-help as well um i haven't read a whole lot so far i i don't know if this classifies as self-help but lily sings um how to be a boss i really like that book i read that this past summer um i've mentioned this i've mentioned jay shetty like in every episode for the last three weeks now i think but jay shetty's think like a monk is on my reading list for this year i really really want to read it just because i absolutely love jay shetty so much i love his podcast and i really want to read his book um i have some new genres i want to try out um i want to get more into the indian fantasy novels too i guess like i know i just talked about tiger's curse but i really want to read more books that are centered around like an indian society and like learning about like my own culture and stuff like that 
Um, again, fiction books relating to Black history. I want to read books by authors, uh, by more Asian authors, I guess. And again, if you have any recommendations on books that discuss like anti-Semitism or the Holocaust, please let me know. Please like DM me on Instagram or whatever and give me your book recommendations, um, especially if they're related to the Holocaust, because I just feel like I need to be more aware and I need to educate myself more on that issue. Um, I have considered starting to read like manga, um, which manga is kind of like like it's kind of like graphic novels, I guess. Um, and it's definitely very like anime inspired. I actually don't watch any anime, but I don't know. I I'm open to trying it. I just don't know really where to start. Um, I mentioned before that I read webtoons, um, which are basically like co uh, comics that you can find online. They're completely free to read. You don't have to pay for anything. Um, you can read it on like your desktop or like on your iPad. They also do have an app. Like if you search up webtoon, spelt W-E-B-T-O-O-N, there's a free app and they there's so many. There's like hundreds upon hundreds of webtoons that you can read and they're pretty short too. So like if you don't want to spend like too long reading like a massive book and you just want something very quick to read like on your commute to work or whatever, I highly recommend downloading the webtoon app. There's some really good ones. Really good artwork too because like I said, there are like... um. They are like comics basically um so now going on to some book characters that i really like slash relate to so the first character that i have is kath um who's from the book fangirl and i think the author is rainbow rowell um i really like her because she's just very relatable in terms of like being very socially awkward being a bit more reserved She's definitely an introvert and she's actually someone that's really into like fan fiction and like reading herself. So I find her really relatable. Um, the storyline basically is her moving into college and like just basically learning about like university lifestyle and growing up. And um, basically she doesn't really feel like she fits in in college and stuff. So she kind of feels like the odd one out and these are all things that I've talked about on here before. So it was just very relatable in the sense that like her character is very relatable and like her situation of being very overwhelmed when she starts college and not really fitting in is also something that I relate to. Um, the other two characters I really like are Ren and Kishan from Tiger's Curse. They are actually brothers in the book and I just love their relationship and I think they have such a unique sibling relationship. And it's really interesting to see how their relationship kind of develops and kind of grows as the series goes on. You meet Kishan in the second book, whereas you meet Ren in the first book. And their relationship when you first meet them, like when you first meet them together in the second book, is just very different to what their relationship is like in the very last book. Um, and I just really love, I love, like, especially Kishan's character development in the last few books is, is just impeccable. He's probably my favorite character in the entire book. I love Kishan so much. Um, the next one I have is Ron Weasley. I think this one's pretty obvious. Who doesn't love Ron Weasley? He's also a really good character. Growth, character development um, is really, really good. I love the way JK Rowling kind of describes him and writes about him, especially like 
the way that like his family is like obviously like all i remember like he like his family is the one that gets like all the hand-me-downs and like he gets like the hand-me-down robes and stuff from his older brothers and like the whole thing about like his family and like i know like the malfoys give him a really hard time and he's just like his character development like from book one to like the last book is impeccable and like he he gets to be with hermione and like he's he's i like him better than harry to be honest and i really like harry as well um the next two characters are actually from frostfire which is the book that i talked about um so the main character's name is bryn avon and she just like <laughs> she's so funny i i love bryn she's literally like a version of me and she's just so relatable very stubborn very headstrong she's very hard working and she's very like she's very passionate and ambitious and i just love her for it she's one of those people that like doesn't want to be distracted she doesn't want anyone getting in getting in her way and like she's very driven and like her sight is literally just on her like if you read the book you'll understand but like she has this goal of landing like this position um of basically serving in like like the the military i guess for where she's from and like that is like her ultimate goal and she's just so focused on that and she's doing everything in her power to like prove herself basically to be worthy of that position and she's just oh i love her she's so great um the next character is also from frostfire and it's actually bryn's love interest in the book and his name is ridley dresden i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but he's also really great he's a good he's just a good guy you know like he's one of those guys that like you can be best friends with and like he's just a good person you know like he doesn't do anything wrong and like he's a couple years older than Bryn, and he's actually Bryn's boss um and you'll, you'll see how the story develops if you read frostfire by amanda hawking but ridley dresden is like the perfect guy let me tell you um if you are looking to like get into reading more or if you're looking to get like good book recommendations i definitely recommend setting up a goodreads account online and this is this is literally just like it's, it's just perfect because literally every book you can ever think of is on here and you can read like you can create like lists of books that you want to read you can review books that you've already read um you can interact with like authors of different books because a lot of authors will also also have goodreads accounts you can interact with other people you can read like synopsis of books and like they categorize books um into different genres and stuff they have lists like top selling books of 2021 or most anticipated novels of 2022 and stuff like that so it's a good way to like just find good books that you want to read write reviews read reviews that other people have left of books that you might be interested in um they also do have an app so you can download that on your phone um there's a lot of book reviews like book review channels on youtube um i personally really like carrie cakes um so that's her name is spelled c-a-r-i and then the word cakes um she's actually um a youtuber from korea and like she makes like vlogs of her like basically going around korea and doing really cool things but she has like a second channel called carrie reads or carrie can read or something like that where she talks about books and stuff and she does book reviews and she gives you like book recommendations based on like your interests she does like 
really interesting one she does like <laughs> this is embarrassing to say but like i watched this video of her like based on like who your favorite bts member is she will give you like a book recommendation it's so funny oh my god i can't believe i'm saying this but she has some really good book recommendations and like her channel is just i love it she makes me want to go to korea um i have really been into um one i i want to thrift some books like i want to find a secondhand bookstore um near where i live but i can't seem to find one like i I don't know like i'm sure there is one around but like most of the books that i get i either order online from amazon or i get from indigo um and like i don't have a problem with that and like it's just they're more expensive indigo is not cheap if you live in canada i mean i think indigo is also an american thing but indigo is not cheap and books are expensive and also like delivery charging and like it's just not as sustainable um so i'd rather go to like a secondhand bookstore um and get books for cheap um and then also obviously it's better for the environment that way i actually used to work at the thrift store back in second year and we would sell our books for like 50 cents each like it was crazy like you could get like five books for like two dollars or something and you don't know how many books that i've gotten from there like i i used to work there and like if there was nothing to do if we didn't have a busy day i was in front of a bookshelf like just picking out books i brought home like like six books once and like i, I only paid like i didn't even pay like three dollars for it. it was under three dollars for six books and so this it's not really close by to where i live and they don't have like a very huge selection this particular thrift store in terms of their books um, but I am looking for a secondhand thrift store that is nearby. I know there are websites that do, like, um, thrift, like, where you can thrift books and stuff. Like, there's literally a website called Thrift Books. But a lot of the websites are, like, American. And, like, they make you pay in, like, US dollars. And, like, they ship from the US. And, like, the shipping fees are really high. So I'm trying to find something, like, local where I can just go in person and pick up a buckle good books instead of having to go and buy them brand new because they're more expensive um but yeah obviously they're like you don't have to buy physical books you can use like audible and stuff like that there's like e-readers kobo's and stuff like that which i've never really been i've never really used any of those i think the closest i've ever done to reading like online i guess and like using like um like non-physical copies or with my webtoons i guess but obviously like audible i've heard really good things i've never tried it out myself but I definitely like the feel of like actual physical tangible copies of books more than I would like an e-reader or anything like that but obviously whatever works for you um the last thing that I have here are just some quick book recommendations um so the infernal devices tri trilogy by Cassandra Clare um really really good fantasy world um and I personally really like trilogies more than I like series for like Harry Potter is like what seven books long trilogies are just more quick and easy and they're faster to finish and I feel like with like bigger series like you sometimes just get bored um so if you're looking for something fantasy wise if you like City of Bones if you know Cassandra Clare is pretty big I actually probably like the Infernal Devices trilogy more than I like um the City of Bones the Mortal Instruments one that she did um another trilogy is the Snow Like Ashes trilogy really good one dystopian kind of theme to it 
um tiger's curse oh my god you guys have to read tiger's curse it's so good um funny boy brother these are some canadian books um i also i i have so many i could sit here and like go through my entire bookshelf with you but those are what i those are some of my favorites especially like tiger's curse um read Frostfire by amanda hawking definitely read that anything by rainbow rowell too like even though it's geared towards like a younger audience rainbow rowell's work is really good books that i'd like to currently read this year um i need to finish the dark artifices trilogy which again is by cassandra clare and this is like the one um like lady midnight this is the one if you know like cassandra clare's work and you follow like the shadow hunter kind of world then you'll know what i'm talking about i've read the first two books of the dark artifices but i need to read the last one um i mentioned this before think like a monk by jay shetty um the henna artist by alka joshi um the young elites by mary lou and then six of crows by leigh bardugo um i've actually read shadow and bone by leigh bardugo which is now turned into a netflix series i think just recently within like the last year or something and i read the book way back when i was in high school and now everybody's raving about it everybody's like oh my god you need to read like leigh bardugo's books and i'm like i read like the shadow and, and bone trilogy way back in like 2015 and now everybody's raving about the tv show um so that's pretty much all i have for this week's episode i really hope you enjoyed um if you have any book recommendations if you're a book nerd like i do definitely send them my way um yeah that's pretty much all i have to do for all i have to say for today i think in the future i will do like book reviews um or like do like some sort of book series where we talk about books or we talk about certain issues in books i really want to do like a character analysis type thing um i feel like we're gonna like make like a freaking english class like through this podcast at some point and turn that into a series but let me know if like a book review is something that you're interested in or doing like a character analysis of some of your favorite book characters is something you'd be interested in hearing um as always i'm open to suggestions on doing um podcast episodes on anything book related or not anything you want me to talk about anything you'd like to hear my opinions on please dm me on instagram let me know what you'd like to hear from me and yeah that's pretty much all i have to say for today thank you so much as always for listening have a great week guys take care bye